This is the Internet Multicasting Service. Harper Audio presents the sonnets of William Shakespeare performed by Sir John Gielgud. Listening to Gielgud's consummately wrought and deeply felt recitations is like having the verses whispered in your ear by the Creator Himself. For shame deny that thou bearest love to any, who for thyself art so unprovident. Grant, if thou wilt, thou art beloved of many, but that thou none lovest is most evident. For thou art so possessed with murderous hate, that against thyself thou stick'st not to conspire, seeking that beauteous roof to ruinate, which to repair should be thy chief desire. O oh, change thy thought, that I may change my mind. Shall hate be fairer lodged than gentle love? Be as thy presence is, gracious and kind, or to thyself at least kind-hearted prove. Make thee another self for love of me, that beauty still may live in thine or thee. As fast as thou shalt wane, so fast thou growest in one of thine from that which thou departest, and that fresh blood which youngly thou bestowest thou mayst call thine when thou from youth convertest. Herein lives wisdom, beauty, and increase without this folly, age, and cold decay. If all were minded so, the time should cease and threescore year would make the world away. Let those whom nature hath not made for store, harsh, featureless, and rude, barrenly perish. Look whom she best endowed, she gave the more, which bounteous gift thou shouldst in bounty cherish. She carved thee for her seal, and meant thereby thou shouldst print more, not let that copy die. When I do count the clock that tells the time, and see the brave day sunk in hideous night, when I behold the violet past prime, and sable curls all silvered o'er with white, when lofty trees I see barren of leaves, which erst from heat did canopy the herd, and summer's green all girded up in sheaves, borne on the bier with white and bristly beard, then of thy beauty do I question make, that thou among the wastes of time must go, since sweets and beauties do themselves forsake, and die as fast as they see others grow. And nothing gainst time's scythe can make defense, save breed to brave him when he takes thee hence. Oh, that you were yourself, but love, you are no longer yours than you yourself here live. Against this coming end you should prepare, and your sweet semblance to some other give. So should that beauty which you hold in lease find no determination. Then you wear yourself again after yourself's decease, when your sweet issue, your sweet form should bear. 
Who lets so fair a house fall to decay, which husbandry in honor might uphold against the stormy gusts of winter's day and barren rage of death's eternal cold? Oh, none but unthrifts. Dear my love, you know you had a father. Let your son say so. From the stars do I my judgment pluck, and yet methinks I have astronomy, but not to tell of good or evil luck, of plagues, of dearths, or seasons quality, nor can I fortune to brief minutes tell, pointing to each his thunder, rain, and wind, or say with princes if it shall go well, I oft predict that I in heaven find. But from thine eyes my knowledge I derive, and constant stars in them I read such art as truth and beauty shall together thrive if from thyself to store thou wouldst convert. Or else of thee this I prognosticate. Thy end is truth's and beauty's doom and date. When I consider everything that grows holds in perfection but a little moment, that this huge stage presenteth naught but shows whereon the stars in secret influence comment, when I perceive that men as plants increase, cheered and checked even by the self-same sky, vaunt in their youthful sap at height decrease and wear their brave state out of memory. Then the conceit of this inconstant stay sets you most rich in youth before my sight, where wasteful time debateth with decay to change your day of youth to solid nights, and all in war with time for love of you as he takes from you. I engraft you new. But wherefore do not you a mightier way make war upon this bloody tyrant time and fortify yourself in your decay with means more blessed than my barren rhyme? Now stand you on the top of happy hours and many maiden gardens yet unset with virtuous wish would bear your living flowers much liker than your painted counterfeit. So should the lines of life that life repair, which this, 
Time's pencil or my pupil pen, neither in inward worth nor outward fare, can make you live yourself in eyes of men. To give away yourself keeps yourself still, and you must live drawn by your own sweet skill. Who will believe my verse in time to come if it were filled with your most high deserts? Though yet, heaven knows, it is but as a tomb which hides your life and shows not half your parts. If I could write the beauty of your eyes and in fresh numbers number all your graces, the age to come would say, this poet lies. Such heavenly touches ne'er touched earthly faces. So should my papers, yellowed with their age, be scorned like old men of less truth than tongue, and your true rights be termed a poet's rage and stretched metre of an antique song. But were some child of yours alive that time, you should live twice in it and in my rhyme. Shall I compare thee to a summer's day? Thou art more lovely and more temperate. Rough winds do shake the darling buds of May, and summer's lease hath all too short a date. Sometime too hot the eye of heaven shines, and often is his gold complexion dimmed, and every fair from fair sometime declines, by chance or nature's changing course untrimmed. But thy eternal summer shall not fade, nor lose possession of that fair thou owest, nor shall death brag thou wanderest in his shade, when in eternal lines to time thou growest. So long as men can breathe, or eyes can see, so long lives this, and this gives life to thee. This has been Harper Audio. HarperCollins is the copyright owner of this recording and has consented to a limited distribution of Harper Audio as an 8 kHz computer sound file on Internet Town Hall. It is a violation of United States and international copyright laws to copy these recordings in any other way. Harper Audio is a trademark of HarperCollins Publishers, Inc. To order a copy of this tape or to request a catalog of all Harper Audio spoken word cassettes, please call 1-800-C-HARPER or 717-941-1214 or send mail to harper at town.hall.org. This has been a production of the Internet Multicasting Service. Support for Harper Audio is provided by Harper Collins and by Sun Microsystems and O'Reilly and Associates. Network connectivity for the Internet Multicasting Service is provided by UUNet Technologies and MFS Datanet.